0: All
1: right, all right, all right. We are live for Tuesday edition of the People's Talk Show. And excited to connect as always. And a lot of interesting sound bites I want to share tonight. So I don't definitely don't want to waste any time. And uh before I dive in further, I want to make sure I welcome Any first-time viewers, let me know where you're watching from via the chat. And then when the phone phone lines open up or we do face-to-face, definitely would love to hear from you guys directly. So if you don't mind, hit that thumbs-up button, show your support for the channel, as well as make sure the bell notification is on so that you can be notified when we do go live. Okay. Ah, man. What an interesting day Uh, and a lot of just crazy narratives. So I actually put out a survey earlier just to get a pulse as to where the community stands on a subject matter and then also you know just more issues that you know content creators or more so alternative media content creators uh deal with the closer you get to truth and the more um it just resonates with the people that want to connect with you they try to put a little wrench in your plans and so i'll talk about that a little bit as well and uh yeah last night was a was a great live stream I had a chance to uh, get a, several phone calls in as well as a little face-to-face. So hopefully we can do that again this evening and, um, yeah, have some fun with it. The most important thing is connect, have fun, share thoughts, ideas, suggestions, and uh, leave it better than we came. That's the ultimate goal. Hopefully you guys do that. So uh, let me know where you guys, what guys are watching from. We got about uh, 30 or so people plugged in. That's where, like, even... People get notified, man. It's just so spotty, so spotty. It's unfortunate, man, because I'd imagine if people were to be notified, they would definitely want to connect. And of course, if you're watching the replay, appreciate you for uh, checking me out whenever you're able to. Definitely hit the thumbs up, show your support for the channel. Okay, we got Barlight Broker checking in. Uh, we got uh, Toya checking in as well. We got Kenneth. We got Bonnie checking in as well <laughs> from Yashaba. Bonnie from Yashaba. Uh, we got Daryl checking in. Appreciate you, man. I never dull moment. moment. Uh, appreciate my faithfuls. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Man, so where do I begin tonight? Let me, man, I just got so much stuff. I just, uh, I gotta, I gotta just figure it out. I got so much stuff I want to talk about, man. But uh, before I do that, I definitely got to, I don't have to, but I would like to. uh, Let's get into that survey I did earlier. Uh, I'll start off with that. Uh, Let me bring this on the screen here. So earlier today, uh, I just put out a little survey. It's been a while since I've done uh, like a questionnaire type of situation. But so far, 52 votes, Not you know either people didn't see it or they get not get notified that there's a post up or whatever. But, you know, for having 38,000 or so people who actually hit the subscribe button once upon a time to not get really a good, accurate gauge based upon the numbers, lets me know that, you know, things are not as uh, good as they want. I want them to be. But nonetheless, I'm going to keep plugging forward. But as you guys can see on the screen here, I just wanted to find out based upon a question last night, how many people are actually uh, speculating or interested or engaged in the digital asset space, given the fact that now, uh, regardless of where you stand, what your viewpoints are on the sector, um, it has been institutionalized with the first Bitcoin ETF spot. And of course, all the future products they have. But. Uh, Whether you like it or not, it's not going anywhere until there's some disruptions or it's exposed to being whatever it might come about in the future. But in the meantime, it's a tool where people can make, 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 uh, make revenue, make, make some extra capital. And so I was curious to find out where you guys stand. So I'll put out there. Do you guys speculate in digital asset space, BTC, Ethereum, et cetera, looking to see how many people in the community are interested in the sector? And so as of now, it's 52 votes and 58 percent says no. With 42 cents, yes. Then I was going through some of the comments. It says only XRP, since it's the most logical one that will be used. And then in their, their net, so it is a funny one in their next financial pyramid scheme. And so just off that initial sentence right there, off their next financial pyramid scheme. And the first thing that I think about is that if it's a scheme, we know it's a scheme and it's theirs, the tokens to me is more of an indication of a trap because it's a private ledger that the banks run the nodes for the too big to fail banks run the nodes. Is it possible that they can censor or whitelist certain addresses of people who are sitting on large wads of XRP if and when they're ready to, because it's their financial system is their Ponzi scheme. So it's not too, not too difficult to manipulate that particular network in my opinion. So that's just an interesting perspective. But someone says, no longer, I decide it's not for me. I got involved after listening to Cliff High. Only thing I'm buying is Theta and Digibyte. I got a uh, white speculate on di- digital illusions of wealth. I'm a sound money uh, maximalist, 100%. And then it says, uh, all crypto, crap, Bitcoin, fiat is coming to un- coming to gold and silver, real money. And then LBP, cryptocurrency, max out your credit card, cryptocurrency, max out your credit cards and get silver. So Uh, I thought that was an interesting to mention a few points on (laughs) on the crypto space. And so, uh, you know, to each his own, you know, so I I just as I mentioned before, you know, something I follow heavily. So it's something that I believe there's a lot of value in it in the short term, especially. So I wanted to find out if people are interested in talking about more about that, because I think it would be a good way to diversify and add to your stack. But, you know, to each his own. All right here. Uh, What else we got? More people coming in. Ryan, appreciate you, man. God bless you as well. We got Joe checking in. We got Kate checking in as well. Kato, okay, if I'm not saying it correctly. Ryan says, planning on making a move in crypto in a bit. Understandable. Um, Yeah, there's going to be a... I I do believe there's going to be a major drawdown, especially now that the institutions are in. What better way to shake out some unsturdy hands, shake out some scary hands with all the grayscale sell-off, which is intentional. And of course, we got the Mount Gox coming up, which is going to be another slam of the Bitcoin price. So it could get definitely down to 30 k ish or or lower. And then it might be a actual market slash banking collapse, which could take it down even further. So you never know. But then again, everybody's banking on the fact that no matter what, global governments globally are going to come in and they're going to cut on a spigot like they never have before. And then where will all that currency flow is a question. And like I mentioned before, because gold and silver. They are the kryptonite to the banking system. You better believe they're going to do the best they can to make sure that it doesn't price-wise get out of hand. Okay. (sighs) Interesting. 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 All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hope everyone's doing well. So tonight I want to touch on, I got about three or four things that really caught my attention. A lot of sound bites. I'm going to try to play them and get your thoughts on it. Share my two cents on it and then get the phone lines open. Get to do some face-to-face, get you guys, uh, you know, just you know, let me know what's in your mind, man. I want to definitely connect and talk. It's one thing on my end to just talk and rant, but I love to interact with people. And that's one thing why doing a talk show by yourself, not having people directly with you to talk to, is like, okay, I want to talk to you guys. So uh definitely looking forward to doing that. Okay, but before I do that, let me just move into some uh some of my pre pre um pre-things here, pre-things here. And as always, I want to make sure, never know who's new to the community. Uh dot patriots.com forward slash RTD. Gives everybody a chance to, as it says here, emergency preparedness deal. So if you have it, of course, majority of you have and have been stocking up on a lot of things. But you never know who might be new, who might be looking for some opportunities. So as you guys see on the screen here, an assortment of food varieties, as well as, you know, we got the thermal here. We got the water filters. We got uh, you name it. They have it. And so definitely give a chance to check it out. If you got a bunch of solar generations, stuff, stuff of that nature forpatriots.com forward slash rtd is a way to get that done it blesses the channel as well as blesses you as well which you get your preps up and also want to make sure everybody's prepared for whatever medical madness might come about because it's good to say if and when there's another medical issue they're going to definitely curtail any ability of people to run to the things they were able to run to during the last pandemic and you know what those things are ivermectin like, literally, like, it's been, apart from having opportunities like this, it was, it's been very challenging for me to secure some. And then, the crazy thing is, I went to, um, where was I at? I was in, uh, I went to Nicaragua, <laughs> walked into a pharmacy. They got ivermectin on the shelf. I was <laughs> like, man, this is about something. got me scrambling up here in the U.S., and they got it on the shelf. And, of course, Mexico as well. But it's just funny how you can leave a country and get it, you know, it's, it's, you know, like 10 cents, paying an arm and a leg up here. But anyway, I digress. But as you want, as I mentioned, you know, it also says get prescription medication med- needed for ibuprofen, z pack, Oxymacil, Oxymacil, uh, and more. So if you guys want to save ten percent, number the links down below: twc.health/rtd. Allow you guys to get that if you are so interested. So, um, yeah, interesting. Okay, uh, let's just jump right into it, man. So I, I wanted to talk about this digital transition is underway now and we we kind of talked on a little bit last night um about trump his little, little little spiel and speaking of spiel let me just go ahead and share this real quick cool. i mean I'll, I'll get to it in a minute but this plays into that little spiel so this is one of those sound bites i want to play so check this out real quick
2: i because he's very big into it i happen to agree with him but he said could you mention this i will never he said i love him, We, i love him too now i didn't love him when he was running but i like him now it's amazing the way you can like somebody when you win, right? But Vivek is great, he's really great. But he wanted this, and I'll give him full credit for it. It's very important actually, I will never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency.
0: Uh-huh.
1: All right, so there you have, I will never allow. And so a reason I want to focus on this is because it's once again, it's another sound bite where it sounds good on the surface, but In my humble opinion (laughs) it's too late (laughs) you know and no one person can control what has already been built out and what is inevitable in my opinion just because it's the direction that the banking cartel i.e government collaboration have been working towards for quite some time now and I, I didn't have them prepared but just uh, my little my little visual aids that I love to refer to if I can grab one or two of them just showing how it it's it's it's, it's we're long in the tooth if I could say that correctly uh let me grab my little uh let me see where is it at yeah let me just grab my little my little thingies here uh, you know like literally it is we're beyond the point of no return it is too late to go back And so just from the Federal Reserve note standpoint and their digital representations, it's already ran its course. The purchasing power, we talk about that all the time, is bare minimum. You can't buy nothing for a single dollar of substance without putting some tax on top of it and accounting for the consumer price increases that corporations are putting on people as well as the overall market is demanding now. And especially with the supply chain situation coming up pretty soon, it's only going to become more costly. And so the currency as it is now, i.e., Federal Reserve note, will not last beyond this upcoming presidential cycle, in my opinion. And as I've been mentioning this for the last couple of years, it's my personal opinion. That just these last, these total of 19 administrations have all paved the way for what is already built out and just waiting on the right timing. And Joe Biden, as I mentioned, once the whole 2020 fiasco unplayed will be the last president under the current payment structure as well as banking model. So I'll leave it at that. Okay. The reason I say all that just because um, let me just uh, highlight some things here. So as you guys can see here, this is just a little bit of a (sighs) headline from decrypt, a digital asset news source. And it came out today in reference to some statements made in New Hampshire, which is all, right now New Hampshire is, you know, the hot buzz because of the election process, which I don't pay much attention like that just because it doesn't really matter in comparison to where we're heading. But Trump again blasts CDC say that, says they will, they allow governments to take your money. Says so the former president added that the central bank currencies pose a dangerous threat to freedom. No doubt. And it just goes on to talk about some more things he mentioned about how he will stop it. And of course you heard that little sound bite there as to how he'll never allow it to happen. And that's where I want to push back a little bit and say that the framework, the technology, the code, has already been worked out. And that has everything to do with the fact that every single government, let me, uh, let me, uh, let me grab my, you know what I'm saying? So as thoughts come to me, just want to grab my, um, grab my little maps here just to show you what's it what's at play here this is not just a one country situation and so as i go to my cbdc tracker <laughs> it says today's central bank digital currency status as of january 4th 2024 we can see every single planet every uh, every single country has something in the works whether they're piloting it up here in Mongolia, Russia's piloting one, China's piloting one, India's piloting one, Saudi Arabia's in pilot phase. Australia is in uh, proof of concept. And whether or not Trump will allow it or not is irrelevant. It's the, It will be the demand from our federal government as well as the people in needs and their desire in wanting something to help when it is introduced. After there's some type of issues that will force people to re- rethink you know what they want to receive in the form of payment, but as you guys can see here, we're we're at the point of the proof of concept as well. We got the digital dollar, we got the Project Hamilton, we got Project Cedar Phase, we got the wholesale digital dollar, we got Project Cedar. So here's our here's five different concepts, I, i.e., proofs of concept that's in full operation right now. They're working on it right now as we speak. And for him to come out and say that he won't allow it, they're already building out things to. Make it available when the time is right. And so I go, go back to my main point. And so the reason it's inevitable, it also plays into the fact that now everybody in their mama is talking about de-dollarization. More everybody's talking about the dollar, the dollar. You know, we got Andy Hoffman from Miles Franklin out here doing this thing, making making headwinds everywhere, sharing his expertise and Lawrence Lapard and George Gammon and Mark Moss and all the you know super uber duber big channels. They're out here basically just it's everybody knows where we're heading. And then this is interesting here. This article here says something's going to happen to the dollar. World Economic Forum panel warns. And I'm like, okay, we got the uber wealthy, public and private, getting together talking about their plans for the future they're creating. And somebody got the nerve on stage to talk about the dollar. <laughs> and so just a little quick something. A powerful panel of world leaders, investment executives, and finance experts think the U.S. dollar is in trouble. Oh, really? You don't say. <laughs> okay. Uh, where we go? So just real quick here. Uh, unless, the US gets a fiscal act, unless the U.S. gets its fiscal act together, the dollar could go from the king of currencies to the dustbin of, his, of history. According to a powerful panel of World Economic Forum, it says David Rubenstein, the founder of a 38, 382 billion investment Carlisle group told a told ah, mom, I'm my tongue, told an audience in Davos, Switzerland, that the United States faces a fiscal cliff that could morph into a political crisis affecting the entire world. Speaking about the money, U.S. deficit, Rubenstein, if we don't resolve this, something's going to happen to the dollar. And so David Rubenstein, let me just figure out. Let's just take a look at who this guy is here a billionaire who's coming out talking about the dollar american lawyer businessman and philanthropist former government official so he so he definitely he's on the inside he knows what's going on but let me get my way get myself out the way here so my whole point is it's becoming common knowledge now that there's something happening there's something brewing something's not right and it's just a matter of if i'm sorry a matter of when not if in reference to the future of the current payment structure, the way that we've known it prior to the events that's unfolding. And then to make it even worse, I was looking up like, okay, it's been a while since I've talked about, you know, some of the recent activity that the federal reserve has done on the sly. And like always time goes by people dismiss things, more events happen, more crises happen. There's always a news. There's always a news story coming up. And so I'm thinking like, okay, let me go and just check go back a little bit and talk about some things that I've talked about in the past, but fed now, that was a major subject, subject last, you know, spring and, into summer, haven't talked about it much. And so I was like, let me just, you know, find out what's the latest developments. <clears throat> so here's a Wikipedia. So, like last year, apart from, you know, up until July 20th, this type of information wasn't readily available with all these, you know, white papers and stuff like that. But it says FedNow is an instant payment service development by the Federal Reserve for depository institutions in the United States, which allows individuals and businesses to send and receive money. The service launched on June, July 20th, 2023. And it says banks will be able to build products on top of. The Fed now platform. I'm thinking like build products. What type of products could banks build? Hmm. Well, given the fact that their current ledger is loaded with liabilities, debits, credits based upon signatures from debt, they can easily create, build out more of what they currently have now in the form of ledger transactions and then, you know, disperse it to people somehow, some way. And however it might be interconnected not sure how the monetary piping will be but the fed now was built intentionally for this transition that's underway so it has a lot to do with the commercial banking sector and then there was an update to the fed wire system so between FedNow, Fedwire, fed now fed wire fed wire was updated in march of last year and then fed now was released in july of last year so those are two messaging services digital software, computer ledgers that allow communication and monetary instruments to be transferred in instant real time, yada, yada, yada. But that's just what is on the surface, as I believe underneath all that, there's a lot more that's been built out. And that's why I'm saying that whether or not Trump or Biden or whoever wants it, it's irrelevant. It's a matter of what will they be using it for if and when they want it to come. Okay, a couple more articles here. So out of just pure curiosity, you know, I just didn't want to stop there uh, just entertaining myself for the most part. Uh, here we got another article. I'm like, okay, well, I, you know, let me just check up now that fed now is out and it's up and running and everybody's plugged in. Well, what are they plugged into? Okay. It says an update on the federal reserve instant payment systems fed. Now this came out in July of last year. And so I was just thumbing through this real quick. I got to some couple interesting things here that just sparked my interest. And so I'll zoom in and forgive me for ranting, but this is just a little bit of last minute research that I thought I would share. But it says the Fed now is uh, is expected to yield several economic benefits for individuals and businesses, and these benefits were taken into account when deciding to move ahead with the Fed service. So, the Fed now was built by the Federal Reserve and the collaboration of the two big to fail banks and everybody else. Regardless of you know congressional approval, regardless of what the president say, what you know the, the Supreme Court says, it don't matter. They've built out what they want to, to continue to monopolize, which is our monetary, you know, currency system. It says Fed now will provide the public with more flexibility to manage their money and to make time sensitive payments whenever needed. I'll skip it, skip through all this. Some things that caught my attention. It could it could help, it could help federal government. Disperse support payments faster during emergencies, and so okay, I'm thinking, okay, it could it could help the federal government disperse support payments faster. Okay, so I'm thinking back, 2020 lockdown, shutdown, stimulus checks go out, archaic systems. You know, they send in checks, they gotta find if people got bank accounts, they gotta you know have you register, you know, all that stuff that, that took time. That was all, in my opinion, a testing of how. You know, the system was antiquated and needed to be updated. And so they already had these things in mind. And so it makes it a lot easier to sell the public as well as the government that in the case of emergencies, these type of tools here will allow us to disperse payments faster. And so this to me is the railway for the system that is in place that would allow the digital representations of whatever kind that they want to unleash the rebranded version in the future on these but on these railways rather. And the fact that you think about whatever this CBDC is that everybody's talking about, it's just a rebranded, you know, electronics ones and zeros. It's just a matter of who ledger is it on. And so the Fed now clearly is able to build products that would allow them and the federal government to send funds in case of emergencies. It is my expectation, I'm sure you might also agree with me, that within the next couple of months maybe years we're going to have some emergencies <laughs> and therefore we're going to have there's going to be a need for some emergency payments to be sent now what they look like they're going to be labeled as dollars of course dollars not going anywhere it's going to be the e-usd or whatever else they got the e euro, the e-whatever every country got their own e-version but the payment railways are built and ready to be deployed it's just a matter of the right event so trump won't be stopping anything whether he's in or not because imagine if he was to get in and this is where it gets very interesting because he's out here telling the enemy, everything he's going to do. And if you're the enemy and speaking of enemy, I, I, I'm going to share another, share another sound bite. This is some very disturbing stuff, but it just validates. The, it just verifies that there's forces that are trying to control everything. And there is a true deep state or whatever you want to call them. Anyway, um, I digress. So my point is, <laughs> Everything's built out, everything's ready to be deployed, just waiting on the right emergency. And Fed now is deployed directly for purposes such as this to get us to where they want to take us, which is a central bank digital currency rebranded version of our current monetary system called a dollar. Just, you know, with less control, less freedom, and everything else. So that was just something that crossed my mind. And then to to, to finish up that thought, here's another little highlight that lets me know that (laughs) it's already ready to go it's just a matter of when this is an article from last summer i may have brought it up then but it just came to mind as of recently new york fed says month long months long test on digital dollar shows speed advantage a division of the ny fed concludes digital dollar test with banks a test conducive to further exploring tokenized deposits tokenized deposits so ultimately everything boils down to tokenization And that's why, on a little side in the rant here, that's why I believe the digital asset space, with all those, not you know, not all of them, just the the sector in general. And what I mean, the sector in general, I'm talking about all these, all these coins on the screen here. These boys, including this big boy right here, BTC, it has to remain fully functional. Because if this sector here blows up and is exposed for being fraudulent and a scam, they would never, ever be able to pull off introducing more digits to the public in the form of a CBDC or the DTCC being able to execute their global heist of trying to tokenize every real world asset. So this sector has to continue to run smoothly or else the public won't buy into the transition into the... Tokenization of everything that's in the real world, which is the ultimate agenda. So these are just some things that uh uh you know it was worth mentioning. And of course, this is just me putting together thoughts last minute on Trump's statement as to how it doesn't matter what he thinks or what he wants to do. It's too late. But here it says the Fed Innovation Center spent 12 weeks testing a technology known as a regulated liability network. A regulated liability network. What are liabilities? Oh. What are liabilities? What else is our liabilities? (laughs) What else are liabilities right here? Let me, I'm holding up a liability right here. Whose liabilities are these? These are the federal reserve liabilities or their asset and our government's liability. I'm sorry. (laughs) Those two little signatures there verify a contract between two private entities in a sense, two private parties that they made us the slaves for. Okay. All right. So just, yeah, I'll leave it at that, man. But okay, real quick, let me get into a couple more topics. I got more headlines, I went on farther than I wanted to. Here's a little something else that could speed up the need for some type of digital revolution. China is mulling rare intervention to arrest a six trillion stock market meltdown report says. So right now, China not doing too good. Uh, it's just, it's, it's been a long time in the making and it says Chinese and Hong Kong stocks have shed over 6 trillion since 2021. So it's nothing new. And the only thing they can do is try to, Reinflate the bubble. Beijing could set up a two trillion or 280 billion market stabilization fund, a market stabilization fund. So here in the U.S., we got the exchange stabilization fund, which is loaded with only the deep state slash bankers and the government know how much is in there. But it's enough to, you know, keep some things floating for the meantime, but definitely can't compare it to the two point eight quadrillion derivative market. It's not enough there, I don't think. But. Anyway, so yeah, just more currency. Don't think you, you know. Try to paper over a problem. More currency, and of course, it'll buy some time, but it won't prevent the inevitable, a Chinese yuan currency crisis. But their currency crisis might be different than ours, because even though their digital representation and yuan itself from the central bank may fail, for some reason they've been accumulating large amounts of gold as like an insurance policy against their own issues. So. Their rebooting process may look a little different than ours because ain't nothing in Fort Knox. Okay, what else is going on? Richmond Manufacturing Survey crashes. Let me get myself out the way. Richmond Fed Manufacturing Survey crashed to the lowest since the health situation. Philly Fed Service Banks uh, back into contraction. So just a little visual aid here showing you how things are not too steady according to their own fraudulent measures. So I'll leave it at that. What else we got here? Biden says he is forgiving four, five billion in student debt for another seventy-four thousand Americans. Can we say last-minute attempts to buy some votes at this current moment? And of course, there's people. There's, there's, there's probably there's a lot more than I can imagine. Just because I won't begin to understand how people think and what they're, what they're witnessing. And at the same time, we're all witnessing the same thing. But the fact that the Supreme Court, you know, didn't. Oh, let me see real quick. It says. Biden announced Friday that his administration for forgiving 5 billion student debt for 75,000 borrowers, marking the latest round of debt cancellation since the Supreme Court, Supreme Court voided the president's student loan forgiveness program. The Supreme Court voided it, yet he's still doing it. So is it okay if Texas void the verdict and keep putting barbed wire and everything out in between? Like, So it's like, it's, like, it's like, at what point, as I mentioned last night, at what point do people say, you know, law and order is decaying because if the last line of defense is supposed to be the Supreme Court, if he's not playing by the rules, does Texas have to play by the rules? And then when stuff hits the fans, do the American people have to play by the rules? Because law and order will cease to exist the moment something happens with all these foreigners that are invading our country. All, all, all gloves are off. I mean, literally, it's going to be a every man, every man for himself, fend for yourself, protect yours, and help your neighbor that you love, that you trust. But beyond that, like, yeah, like I just I'm, I'm witnessing the decaying and the breakdown of civilization when the Supreme Court is being voided or ignored by the current administration to accomplish their agenda for this presidential selection that's coming up soon. So, just doesn't smell right. But who knows? Here's another interesting one. The countries which raised rates first are now cutting them. <laughs> so they wanted to raise it to stop inflation. But now that the spigot's is drying up and the debt's piling up, <laughs> now it's time to cut it. So here we got. Excuse me. It says this group of eight countries, Brazil, Chile, Hungary, New Zealand, Norway, Peru, Poland, South Korea, started to tighten monetary policy in 2021. Many months ahead of the Federal Reserve and NCB says they also raised rates far more aggressively. Yet for much of 2022 and 2023, Hike Landia's central bankers had little to show for their hawkish determination. Inflation just kept climbing. And so now they're starting to cut. Long story short. So. I'm, I remember talking about me and Mario talking about how we were watching all the banks around us hike before Powell went on his hike spree in 2021. And so now they're cutting. So it's like the U S and ECB are up next at some point to cut as well. And usually when they cut, that's when the stuff hits the fan. Anyway, and I'll spare you this one. And so here's a little, here, here's a little, um, let me, let me actually give me a sec. I want to, so here's a, here's some sound bites that I want to play here. are a couple of sound bites I wanted to play because they let me let me see here. Do, 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 do. Give me one second here. Uh, these are some sound bites that I wanted to play because you won't be able to hear them, but I'll just y'all you know, spare you that around the time. But in this video here, this is Logan Airport in Boston and the immigrants, the foreigners sleep in the airport at night. And what she's saying is the day she came there, they were gone in the morning, but they bus them into the city in the airport in Terminal E. And then they bus them back at night to sleep. And so this is what the cameras caught at night right here, where people were literally getting tucked in, got babies running around the terminal. And it says about 100 or so, give or take more families. But it's like, okay, the question remains, if all the shelters are full, and then there's nowhere to place these particular people here, what is, the, what is the goal of this? Where, what are they trying to accomplish? And that's where, you know, speculation, clearly they destabilize our country from within. But it's like there's clearly no rational end goal in mind that's beneficial for this country. But it just goes to show how at this current moment you don't need to really make sense with anything because it don't matter because they do whatever the heck they want. Anyway. <sighs> okay. And then here's, here's another one here. President Trump, he said, he said we spent 9000000000000 trillion, we've killed millions of people, and what have we got? Nothing. We've got death, we've got blood, we've got nothing. Trump on talking about foreign policy. So he's saying all the right things, sounding good, but yet his enemies, our enemies, the hit enemies of humanity know this. They know this. It's a part of their plan. It's, it's, they're profiting off of this. And so for one person to continue to speak out against it, sounds good, rah, rah, wishing the best. He's up against a monster that's way over his head. And speaking of monster, here's another. This is a soundbite that is worth your time. And so this is from Colin I mean, it's circulating everywhere. But it says, Arizona Republican Party chair Jeff DeWitt caught on secret recording trying to bribe Kerry Lake not to run for Senate. And so this is another. Let me grab this one here. This this here. Let me see here. So this is just another person to give some commentary. It says here, trying to grab Kerry Lake. It says, so DeWitt was saying, there are very powerful people who want to keep you out. So I listened to this whole little segment here. And, and when I listened to it, it made my blood boil because it verifies everything that we all know and suspect. But the other 98% of the population won't believe it. If, you, like, if, you, if they were there in the room, they still wouldn't believe it. And then Lake says, this is not about money. It's about our country, DeWitt. Just say, is there a number at which you'll be willing to con- reconsider? She's like, not five, not ten, not twenty million. There's no money. Then Lake says, "I can't be bought." That's what it's about. And Dewitt says, "You can take a pause for a couple of years. You can go back right back. You can go right back to what you're doing." He was saying that they, the 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 people, he he said the people out east, they want you on their team. And they're talking about making sure Trump don't win. He's like, yeah, I don't think he's going to win. And they're talking all types of crazy stuff. And I'm thinking like, wow, like this guy DeWitt is getting orders from people out east. Who's out east? And I'm thinking like, what better, what, you know, out east, I'm thinking like the New England area, like, you know, the Boston, Massachusetts, D.C. Like people got that long 100 year, 200 year type, type, you know, presence in the country. Like those people out east, that long bread. Out there telling the like, hey, make Carrie an offer she can't refuse. And she said, I think at least twice in a little segment I listened to that they'll have to kill me over my dead body. And I'm thinking, like, whoa, like this is the first potential politician I've I've heard talk about. And it could be talk, it could be talk. But I'm like, if she continues on the role she's on, running for Senate again, or people speculating that she might end up being Trump's VP, I think that'll be that it'll get a lot of attention, but she keep talking the way she's talking, you know, like, so my man DeWitt came at her with a warning, you know what I'm saying, we'll, we'll, we'll break you off some bread, take a couple weeks off, and the fact that she said that she know they'll kill me, you know what I'm saying, she's like, I know they'll kill me, and he's like, uh, well, yeah, well, you know what I'm saying, so, yeah, but this is, this call, and this, I was thinking like, okay, what if this is AI generated, what if this is fake, I'm like, even if it is, I would believe the fact that this stuff is real more than I would be it's fake because I know how corrupting criminal this whole experience has been. So I will believe this more before I believe the fact that it was fake. So but I'll take it at face value because I know the criminal cartel goes deep. OK, what else? Last note here. Mt. Gox confirms creditors Bitcoin addresses for repayment. So as I mentioned, starting off, you know, like, you know, we're seeing a Bitcoin drawdown now because of grayscale needing a sale the uh was it the the chairman of the board the chairman and i think the ceo had to step down because he clearly got orders that you know it's all about the institutions coming into the mix now so he they, they got him out the way so now they can literally pretty much for, for the most part get rid of grayscale too and grayscale is probably a part of the the game plan of accumulating large amounts of bitcoin in their financial products that was never going to meet That There was never going to become an official leading ETF over BlackRock, over Vanguard, over Fidelity. And so they're going to bleed grayscale dry. And guess where all those coins are going to flow? <laughs> we know. And so once all those coins at a much cheaper price, might I add, are accumulated by BlackRock, which is now, I think, I saw some figures. I follow it heavily, Fidelity, Fidelity, Vanguard, everybody getting their bags up because they're going to sell this now to the to the masses pension funds. When they accumulate enough, they're going to start selling their products in in waves. And because as of now, there's only a certain amount available to be had. So what does that mean? The supply and demand shock will definitely lead to an increase in dollar price of the Bitcoin. And of course, it always leads to other coins going high as well. So that's just a little bit on the BTC situation, but it's it's an, intentional, it's an intentional process the banksters are running to get into this asset class. As I mentioned before, it has to succeed or else they won't be able to use that tokenization term for your real estate, for your car, for you, for me, for anything in the real world that's going to be on a ledger that they'll have the ultimate rights to. And that's why they say that you'll own nothing to be happy because if it's going to be tokenized, That'll carry more weight than actual a deed in your hand or a, a piece of paper in your hand because it'd be transferable in real time via some smart contract. <laughs> this game is rigged, man, but it's rigged in a way that, that they're going to win or they think they're going to win only in this life, though. That's a good part. Only in this life. You know, so they, they can pull it over only in this life until that uh, that time where things must be made right. OK, Um. what else? Yeah, that is about it. And then also. Let me, let me, so let me, let me just share with you here. I'm gonna open the phone lines one minute. I'm going mighty long, but it's for a point. It's for a point. Uh Give me a second here. So I did a little survey earlier, and what I want to do, give me one second here. I want to, do give me one second. I want to go back to. Um, let me grab my stuff here. Uh, yeah. So for those who. And this is and this, so this is like on, on the content creation side, because after next month, things are going to change drastically. Not sure why, but they gave me a warning how, as to how it will. And it also it'll impact me just because I'm like, you know, someone on this side doing all this information research, wanting to connect. But then again, I don't, I don't own this particular medium of communication. So it's one of the things where if you, you know, the, the, the the literal idea is to is to censor free speech but also to curtail free thought. So it's free thought and free speech. Freely being able to criticize and critique whatever it is you see in real time and express it through free speech is what this platform is hindering on top of all the other ones, which makes it very challenging. But once again, it is what it is. So my whole point is um, to share with you some things on my end. So whenever I open up the phone lines and talk about truth, free speech, free thought, I always have to ask for approval to be monetized because it, it gets flagged every video okay so you get used to it after a while but then again so many flags keep me from being able to grow the community just because they won't share the videos with nobody okay and then i got an email it says in february 2024 google will update the, the appropriate content policy because it, it says here a sensitive event and an unforeseen event Is an unforeseen event or development to Google's ability to provide high quality, whatever, whatever. So starting in February, some type of sensitive event, anything that moves forward, political speech, anything about the campaign, anything about, you know, kids being, you know, going through tunnels on the the synagogue, that type of stuff right there will be a flag of strike. And so my whole point was, you know, support. And it's like not a plea, but it's one of the things where if you guys want to be a supporter of free thought and of freedom of speech for alternative minded individuals, then you should support the people that you mess with. And so one thing I've done, and I forgot about it just because it slips my mind amongst many other things going on is for those who want to support the channel, I'm providing what I call a wall of fame. And so these are some of my Patreon people here that have shown me love as far as contributing monthly, just to help me, in a small way on the back end. And so if anyone is interested and want to support the channel and a part, of course, be a part of the wall of fame, these are my faithfuls here. I'll definitely put you on here. And if you're a business owner, you got anything you want to shout out, you got direct access to the community because you are a major contributor to the community. So if you guys would like to support the channel, support free thought, support, support free speech in reference to what I do here, I'm asking for your support. And so that's the, Last, I'll mention it tonight, and I won't go any further, apart from just saying, uh, if you guys are interested, link is in the description. And so let's uh, let's talk, man. Okay, let me get these phone lines open. And there's a there's a link in the description if you would like to join me for some face to face and let your thoughts be heard, and we'll see how those conversations flow. Give me one second here. I got to get things set up because I wasn't, you know, up to snuff tonight. But uh, I want to definitely hear from you guys because it's not a party unless your people are there with you. All right. So let me cut everything on. So I know I miss all types of thoughts in the chat. I'll try to get to it. But usually when I'm in a good flow of a rant, it's best not to stop that flow because <laughs> it comes out easier and cleaner. But anyway. Uh, phone line should be open up any minute or just highlight in the chat any thoughts ideas suggestions and we can make it work we can make it work um yeah people need to hit the light oh yeah appreciate you. 10 pound what's up man could the us a hey, use the illegal african and hispanic migrants to serve in the legions uh serving as legions in world war three to serve in his, uh, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, let me share something with you real quick. <laughs> uh, let me share something with you real quick. Something that I share, and also if you guys haven't, make sure you join the Telegram page because there's always things going up there. Um, let me share something, Richard, real quick. When stuff, when stuff hits the fan and it gets tight to find new people to step up to the plate to die for an unjust cause (laughs) they'll usually rewrite the rules so here is an article from dw which is a german news source it says germany weighs allowing foreign citizens into the army and it's like okay germany the army german army is really much insignificant because the u.s presence over there is more than their own army but it says a senior lawmaker has told DW a potential scheme could include people not just from the EU members, but also from candidate uh, candidate countries, and provide a quicker path to German citizenship. So, when times get tough, they need more bodies. They open up the books and allow foreigners to come in for the sake of defending their agendas. And the selling point is we give you a we give you a passport. You know what I'm saying? So. That's what came to mind, Rolf, when you mentioned about uh, the system and, and things of like that nature. In times of war, they rewrite the rules to suit them. So I wouldn't be surprised if the, the I don't know, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions, millions of immigrants that have flooded into this country of all from all walks in life, of all ages, shades, and colors, them guys are here for a reason. They're not here because of the American dream. I mean, whatever they receive here is more than likely probably better than what they had where they came from. But then again, as they're witnessing sleeping in airports, it's not much of a dream. You know what I'm saying? Like whose dream is to sleep in an airport? Or, you know, I see Chicago, man. Chicago, man. Ooh. Man, Chicago's a mess right now, people. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Chicago's a mess. All right, we got somebody joining me. Let me just get some... One second. Let me get somebody out here. One second. One second. Let me get this off here. What we got here? Who's out here? We got... 313 Wayne. What's going on, man?
3: Hey, how you doing, Mike?
1: It's I'm doing good, man. What's up? How you doing?
3: All right. All right. I just I just wanted to come on today and tell you don't get caught up in the bread and circus, man. Uh-huh. To so give, give, the
1: de- give me the details of this bread and circus you referring to right now.
3: Okay. I'm talking about the bread and circus of Rome. Mm-hmm. While Rome was burning, everybody was in the Coliseum. No, just like they in uh, the Lions right now. I live right downtown, right? The people in Detroit don't care what's going on right now in the world.
1: You hear me? Right. they crying. Hey, that's a great example, right there. Like right now, the Lions is sweeping the nation. It got everybody's attention because it's been 32 years
3: plus. So I get you. Yeah,
1: bread and circus. That's a good one. (laughs)
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and, and the blackest city in, in, in america is right here in detroit you hear me so mm-hmm. if you want to get to the heart of black folks you hear me and distract them right yeah Yep.
1: <laughs> oh man what but, else is going on with you man
3: not much uh well it's a lot going on but i just want to interview you mike i want to meet up with you at some point it can be right down here on the water and do an interview Matt. with you you're always interviewing everybody else i want to interview you and we're gonna pick your brain.
1: Back, yep. I'd appreciate that, man. As so I mentioned, like you know, shoot me an email, man, and let's connect. and We make some happen, like this spring especially. You know, I, I, it's been a while since I've been on the streets, like you know, whatever. But I'm like, I gotta get back to that because it was fun it and it a way to get to people right away. So, yeah, you put some, gave me some thoughts, man. So I appreciate that. <laughs>
3: it's some great content. We're gonna make some great content. Watch.
1: Back. Hey, I'm gonna hold you to it, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes,
3: sir. All Have right, a great man. day.
1: Appreciate okay. you, man. Yep. Yes, sir. Good stuff, man. Three one three Wayne in the building. Oh man, bread and circus—that's a good one. <laughs> bread and circus, I like, and and that's where like it, it's like oh, uh, when 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 like well, I'm, I'm a sports addict, man. I'm a hooper at heart, and so like last night, Joe M- Embiid had seventy points. Mind you, this NBA is a little watered down, as soft as ever, but seventy points is seventy points. Like you gotta have it's just your night and. That stuff right there is entertaining, you know what I'm saying? But it's one thing to be aware of it, but then to be overly consuming it to where you're oblivious to what everything is happening around you, which happens to be the majority. So, yeah, getting the people, man. I'm still in in the mode of trying to reach one, teach one, you know what I'm saying? The goal is to get to as many people as possible just to get us some alternative truths so they can become a free thought, a free thinker and, uh, you know, have some choices. That's what it's about, giving people information so they can have better choices and do whatever they got to do with it. They may not they may not do nothing with it or they might who it's on them. But anyway, man, um keeping it moving. Uh let's go. We get some phone calls in. Uh let me see here. Um do, 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 do. All right. Uh do, 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 do. what we got. Is it Fake Mike all entertainment? It's Fake Mike all entertainment. Oh, no doubt. I mean, it's it's all It's fake, but I find it entertaining. Be, you know, and that's where like I, I you know Football ain't my thing. I watch it. You know, I played it because I was forced to, but I didn't want to. But being a bigger guy, it's like, oh, you make a great tight end. So I played. Didn't enjoy it. And so basketball is my thing, though. And I know what it takes to like work towards your craft to try to be the best that you can be. And so for me during my playing days, you know, it was a it was a grind, man, but I loved it. And it, you know, to get beyond the team, the teamwork, the team camaraderie, the grind, the hustle, the sweat, the tears, the broken bones, the surgery. I mean, just it really helps. It really helps. I ain't gonna say define a man, but it helps make a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, my people who play sports, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? You get in the trenches with your guys, those are bonds that last a lifetime. Uh, <laughs> Romulus and Remus. All you can do is show them where the water is. 100%. 100%. 100%. TB. Show them where the water is. Let them make decisions for themselves uh okay i'm missing some calls man hello Carlos. what's your name where you calling from hello give me a second I'll make sure i got some volume oops gotta cut the speaker on all right hello Carlos. what's your name where you calling hey, can from you hear me? i got you what's your name where you calling from
0: yes uh, steve Region
1: steve what's up my friend
0: hey did you did you get a chance to look at that uh, Federal Reserve
1: docket, uh, OP1670? I clicked it open, but then again, I got sidetracked. <laughs> Give me a second. Let me, uh, let me grab it. Let me grab it. Let me grab it. Um, but go ahead and enlighten us with a little bit more while I pull it up, if you don't mind, just because I don't want to waste no, no, I have no dead time on air. Uh. It, yeah,
0: I, I, no problem. Uh, it, it's, just, it's just a video anyway. Just, just when you when
1: you do watch it uh, started at 41 you said started at 42 mark right 41
0: minutes 25
1: seconds okay so i got it on the screen here uh let me so i'll i'll put the link actually i think i shared it in the telegram but so i'll go to the 41 minute mark and just let it play but no but i'll definitely check it out cuz it, it was of interest to me yeah. but i saw something on the screen here let me yeah,
0: you- go ahead yeah, and the other, the other thing is uh, um, California Governor Newsom
1: got
0: us again. Uh-oh. Uh, $3.1 $3, $3. billion uh, to, to give the illegals uh, free, free health care.
1: <laughs> when, so, yeah, yep, yep. when does it I, end? I put that in I'll, I'll grab that one. So the question is, with all this insanity that's taking place, where the Supreme Court allows Biden's, you know, lawsuit against Texas to actually stand to where they they're supposed to be moving the wire, but it looks like they're putting out some shipping containers now, more wires instead. But anyway, so the question we should be asking ourselves is when, when and how does this end? And that's the, that's the concerning part. I ain't gonna say scary, I say concerning part. Because it has to come to an end at some point. But then again, like what will what will this country look like when it does? That's something to think about. Civil,
0: Civil war.
1: Civil, Civil war. war. Okay, so we and on top of that, we got that movie coming out in about two, three, in about in two months, give or take. And so, yeah, uh, man. <sighs> yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, hey, hey. What what type of American
1: art? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you are you are you a are you yeah. a liberal or are you a conservative? Is what it's gonna boil it down to. Where do you stand?
0: In, the book, in, in that trailer of Civil War, this guy comes up uh, and he
1: says I'm an American. The other guy asked him, "What what kind of American are you? Right. What kind are you? Man, like, so like, even the script, like, of course, I mean, after it comes out, they're going to, you know, whoever wrote it is going to come out, like, he probably worked under the Obama administration or something crazy. They're going to put something, like, there's some truth going to come out. And then we'll be like, well, damn, like, okay, it does make sense. Like, you know, all those nuggets they drop, those nuggets aren't just like, like just happenstance. They're intentional. You know what I'm saying? So watch this. Here's something even crazy. This is off the topic, off the topic. But since I got you on here and this came to mind, let me pull up on the screen real quick. Uh, Something that surfaced yesterday. (laughs) Uh, Let me give me one second. I see. Since I got you on here. The Book of of Eli is they're coming out with a series. And so I was, of course, seeing some of the details about it. And as always, people are able to go deeper and find something. And let me see if I can grab it. Apparently, on the wall in the room he was in at the top of that little hotel bar area, the pub area, when a young girl came in to try to entice him, the poster behind him had some crazy stuff on it that had 2024 on it with some satanic type stuff on it. But just the fact that that was there all along. But nobody noticed it until somebody decided to post it on a Twitter space. But anyway... Just, you know, my whole point about dropping nuggets, dropping clues, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything is intentional. Like, they don't they don't let no type of moment or fine crack or crevice go without being utilized for their intent, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, 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 and like we were talking about yesterday,
0: this stuff, is, it, 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 all of this stuff is just sitting right in plain sight, right? And they're just doing it right in plain sight. And right. they don't care. They, they, they're going balls to the walls and... It is what it is. Yeah. Hey, but yeah, I'm gonna let you go so somebody else can get on. But appreciate and, and you, man. Definitely check out so, so you can so you can uh, uh, speak about that OP one six seven zero on an, on another time.
1: Bad. appreciate you, man. Thank you. Awesome.
0: All right, take care. Be good. Bye.
1: All right. So speaking of which, what I was just talking about here is that little picture, and so this is somebody at home. <laughs> and so this is the book of Eli, movie. And then this picture right here, and it says at top. So this movie came out in 2010. The film book, Eli Star and Disney Watch, Post-Posculate, the movie about the far society due to, e- due to either a nuclear war or an EMP attack. It says in one of the scenes from a movie, as a poster briefly appears and it reads, it's the year 2024. And so, <laughs> zoom in a little bit more. It's just funny how, like, somebody... Like, how would you like, man, you got to be dialed in to spot stuff like this. The year is 2024 at the same time that they're now talking about coming out with a sequel with, I think, 10 episodes or something like that. Going back 30 years when Denzel was, you know, younger and how it got to that point of that event that occurred. Like, and it's good to say that the 10 series they're going to come out with will have a lot of similarities to what we're experiencing in life, which led to a event of which Russia (laughs) decided to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's amazing how for there to be 8 billion people on this planet, like, there can be such an evil portion of it that they'll be willing to do anything at all costs for control and for just sheer hate as far as, like, that upper echelon of society wanting to enslave the 99.99999% of humanity. And in between all that, anything goes. And the fact that the narrative that they have planted in all of our heads going back to the Cold War is that NATO is needed to defend the free world from an evil communist regime, i.e. Russia. And so everybody, they mama think that the UN and the World Economic Forum, all these entities are like actually of use. And they are the entities that are literally trying to, you know, kill us. Literally, you know what I'm saying? And then every single scenario where something goes wrong, they blame the bad guy. And why is the bad guy always Russia? And not to defend Putin and like that, but I be hearing more talk. And of course, Russia is still on the same game plan as the World Economic Forum with all the enslavement entrapments to get us towards that one world government. Okay, sure, they're on that same pan, but they're at a slower pace, and they want to do it on their own, not in cahoots with. the WEF is what it appears to be, but my point is like <laughs> it's amazing there always is a good and bad guy in every story we've been presented with in this life, and that's just on this side of life because outside of this life, heading into eternity, thank God there is no more deception, deceiver I, you know and I'm, I'd be grateful that all that craziness will be thrown into the lake of fire. And the unfortunate part it was where the Bible says there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth for eternity. Like, I can't fathom eternity, nevertheless, thinking about sheer pain. And the closest, and I'm, I'm ranting right now, but I imagine the closest thing to the weeping of gnashing of teeth is the feeling of having your wisdom teeth or a root canal or an exposed nerve all in your mouth. and and air constantly blowing into your mouth. And just the feeling of that nerves, just you know what I'm saying? You want to just pull your hair out, but it's every lasting eternity. It's like just open, open teeth with nerves showing and air blowing. Man, that was a little graphic, but just think about the concept, weeping and gnashing of teeth. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. And so once again, that's a biblical concept. But for some reason, I believe it. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but I believe it. Uh, yeah. But it's interesting, man. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. One hundred percent. And since I'm ranting a little bit, um, man, just another thing that came to mind. I was thinking about this earlier, man. Uh, let me.
0: It's just a, it's a statement. Uh, statement of revelations
1: has been on my mind heavily. Uh, let me grab it real quick. And let me see here. I haven't missed a phone call, so I'm on good timing. Oh, got one call. <laughs> Hello, Carlos. What's your name, where are you calling from?
0: Hello? Mike. TB, what's going on, man? How you doing, brother? Excellent. From
1: Oakland. Excellent. What's up, A? How you doing?
4: Oh, okay. Uh, do you actually think that Biden's going to end up being the, the Democratic
1: nominee? Oh, I, I, the way it has been set up right now, you know, Trump says he thinks he's going to drop out. And I'm hearing all this chit-chatter about Michelle Obama, you know, having an announcement or people preparing something for Michelle Obama. So between now and then, ain't no telling what the heck can happen. So what are you thinking?
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, the, I think the, the Michelle Obama thing's a little far-fetched yeah. because I, I guess you could do it. But uh, I see it in the similar way that Michelle can get in is the way that I see it as well, but with a different candidate. I think that uh, there's a way that Joe, Sleepy Joe, will end up going to sleep somewhere in the middle of spring sometime, you know, and and just end up releasing all his delegates. Once he releases all his delegates, they can go anywhere they want.
0: Mm. And the
4: super PAC is going to start going behind, and I it's my opinion, mm-hmm. just like yesterday, I I think the super PAC is going to follow uh, behind uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. And once you know the super PAC gets behind everybody else is going to follow. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it could be a, a Newsom-Trump thing. And uh, so I, I don't know where it goes from there, though. Yeah.
1: So, and that's where, like, you know, once again, Gavin Newsom clearly is a nuisance. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like, you know, like it's, it's good to say a good chunk of his people don't really mess with him like that because he hasn't really done the state of California any justice. But then again, at this current moment, anything goes. So surprisingly, when you control the the software, the paper ballots, you control a hundred million plus immigrants coming up. You know, between now and then, he can low key get the votes. <laughs> well, well, I, I
0: don't. I don't think uh, I don't think it's a matter of him or Trump uh-huh. because it's the same the same side of, both, of the same coin. Right, both sides of the same coin. Right, and so I, I don't think it matters. But the the thing that I worry
4: about RP,
1: Talk about that forever, man. What you talking about?
4: Yeah.
1: On <laughs> Netflix? Yeah, no. Where you been, man? We've been talking about that. We talked about when the first, when it first when like weeks, like I think at the end of the end of December, like when it first when it when it hit the airways majorly, we touched on it. Yeah. Because I think Steve called in with a good little brand on it too. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm I ain't still on that, man,
4: talking about all the all the nuggets he
0: dropped
1: in there. Yeah, but once again, like it, it's a matter of just waiting, wait and see if it's meant to be. Like We can't control it we can't stop it because things have to play out in some form or fashion and we can just only hope to buy some time and enjoy life between now and then that's all i look at it as and of course like my man mentioned last night like look go ahead ahead. no 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 i was gonna say like my man mentioned last night who joined me mike about uh you know like what did he what does he consider winning in his life and he associate associate that with his faith and the calling on his life to help win more souls I am going to sit back and enjoy the gift that God has given me. hundred percent.
4: That's what I'm going to do.
1: hundred percent. That's you,
4: what
1: I'm going to do. Are you going sh- to share some and, of those gifts or you, you going to keep it to you yourself? Both, huh? You're going to share What's some of those gifts? Are you, are you sharing those gifts or are you keeping it to yourself?
4: Man, I, it, it, you, I, I share my gifts by doing. I don't share 100%. my gifts by speaking about what I do. 100%. I share my
3: gifts by doing 100%. and people under,
4: understand me and see me for what I do. Mm-hmm. Not for what I say, because they can tell you a lot of things,
0: right?
4: It's so what they do is what you need to look at the fruits. And that's where, that's where I am because I can't, I can't share everything that I do with you on the, on the, on, between you and, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. I can, I can only speak on to what, my my uh understanding is as far as my spiritual walk
1: right 100 percent,
4: and not everybody's on the same path and you have to understand that people are entitled to be wrong and you can't fault them for that because that's the spiritual path they chose that was the wrongness they chose and you pray that they could come out of that wrongness into the light Hey. But you, like I told you, you can only take them to the, you can only take them to the water. Right. I could take you in a dark room and I could go out and say, I'm over here. But until you start listening to the voice that's mm-hmm. inside and following, you are never going to get out the room.
1: Right. Hey, I agree, man. So the question is, the question right, I have, hey, watch this, watch this TV. Yeah, the question okay. I have for you is when are you going to join me for Face to Face?
0: <laughs> right <laughs> now, hey, man, hey, I'm I'm
1: leave, I'll leave I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I'll catch you later.
4: Keep it in mind. Later.
1: I'll, I'll
4: keep it in mind, brother. All right. Yeah. All right.
1: Bye. <laughs> that's the that's the million dollar question. When TB gonna join me for some face-to-face? Cause right now, TB, you're a voice in the wind. And I'm looking forward to being able to shake your hand one day, man. Cause you do you do you do keep me on guard. You keep me on edge. And I appreciate that, man. Um, but no, one day I'm gonna make it out to Cali, man. We won't, I'm gonna come, we're we gonna kick it. I'm coming your way, TB. Come and see Steve as well. All other people in Cali. I ain't been to Cali, I ain't been to Cali in a minute. So I'm, I'm long overdue, man. Have a little, little meetup out there in Cali. Um, but no, Wayne313, that's a good idea about getting together this, this spring, man. I think that'll be probably be the right time, man, because, you know, like it, it's going to be so much, um, people going to suffer from data and, and data overload because we're going to be bombarded with all types of information. And I think, you know, it'd be good to actually get out and present people with alternatives like face-to-face rather than just being one of the many thousands of voices on YouTube. So, all right, let's get this last. Um, let me get this. Let me give me one second here and get this out the way. We got Mr. Yashaba. What's up, my friend?
2: <laughs> Hi, Mike. How you doing? I uh, wanted good, to man. wish myself a happy early birthday today. To myself. Oh, sure. oh, happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> what
1: else is going Thank on with you your baby Thank you very man? much.
2: Well, you know, I'm an immigrant here in Mexico, <laughs> and I'm studying your political system. And mm-hmm. um, I understand that President Trumpster is responsible for Operation Warp Speed, and the people love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on the other side of this... You have Joe Biden, who he's going to be like eighty-two years old. Now I'm going to be forty-six years old tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, geez, you know, in thirty-five years or so, I don't think I'd be uh, too fit to be a president. What say you? <laughs> I, I would. I would. I would like to. I would like to
1: hope that I'll be in all my right faculties physically, mentally, and spiritually to be able to, uh, you know, lead at that capacity. But once again, I would imagine everybody on this channel know that he's just the front man. He's just the puppet in which they talk through and, and do through. He ain't calling those shots in DC or wherever he's located at. Cause I remember, remember two years ago, three years ago, a lot of the buzz was that the white house was sealed off because, you know, it's still under president Trump's rule and, President Trump got the bombs and, you know, they, you know, in a movie studio and what happened to all that stuff, man? Like, you know, is he in the White House? Does he got Air Force One? Who knows,
2: man? Who cares
1: at this point? <laughs> Go
2: ahead. Well, I'm just, you know, thinking Joe Biden at age 82 or so, you know, he's running against a spring chicken. I think uh president Trump stirs 79. So, you know, <laughs> he has a lot more energy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, and it's just it's amazing. And to this day, I'm still on the I'm still on the 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 not the cons- I, I don't believe in conspiracies. It's just more so just you know different shades of truth. But the the pictures out there of of Joe Biden over the last ten years, how it's just like it's changed. Like he's not like the, he knows. He, I mean, just something about him ain't. So just like I still question all that. Like I'm not. I can't let it go. Like you see a you see a 2010 Biden versus a 20. 2020 biden those ain't the same people but technology makeup avatar whatever so yeah so yeah. If they can prolong if that's not really if that's not really joe biden and that's an actor or somebody wearing a mask or whatever whatever they did to keep him alive they could probably pull off another five years no problem
2: well you know i'm in rural mexico here and i uh, don't get much of the news in the united states of israel but mm-hmm. uh I did notice that you're, you have a, a Senator Fetterman, and he had a stroke, and he doesn't look the same, and he, he looks creepy, like like a mortician. Yeah, he was creepy is before, and after. Yeah, is that popular and normal in the American culture to have politicians that are kind of like, a lot of them are, are pedophiles and rapists. Is this it's, normal?
1: it's it's becoming a common trend and they're slowly but surely sleeking it into mainstream media. It's crazy. Maybe, oh. Okay, keep, keep, go ahead. Let me share some. Go ahead, keep talking. I'm gonna share something else that just came to mind. Uh uh let me, there's something there's something that man, it's something that I came across today that's really disturbing. Um uh what is it? Uh shoot. Uh Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here's Listen to this, man. and So this is the type of craziness that the world is being subjected to. So on the, let me get you out of here, hold on a second. Oops. So uh, let me, yeah, here we go. So th- think, think about this here. Like this is the type of stuff that is becoming normalized. Atlanta pole dancing studio launches kids classes for ages four and up. Teaching your daughter how to work a pole—that's not normal, I don't think. But then again, it's becoming normal, so (laughs) it's it's craziness. Well, you know,
2: go ahead. I'm an immigrant here in Mexico, and I find your your culture very strange but it it's intriguing and it makes me want to like immigrate to the an american dream is that what you call that can you explain the american dream to me please
1: <laughs> yeah it, depending on who and where you are and what your what your uh perception is of reality it could be a dream still or it could be more of a nightmare so um but yeah everybody's different like you know you're so watching so you're a foreigner in mexico and so Mexican government, they're not that much better than they're still inside up to the World Economic Forum. They still, you know, got you know, a lot of Chinese Russian presence. and so what so what would you say about
2: that one? Well, we're very excited. We have a Jewish woman president uh, coming in in uh, September, I believe. <laughs> so we're on the right path here in Mexico. To become the Republic of Mexico of Israel? <laughs> <laughs> did did you know it's the United States of Mexico? That's their actual country. So it could be the United States of Israel. Yeah, I suppose. Just connected to. <laughs> oh
0: man, you are not man. <laughs> I
2: was I was listening to Jim Fetzer. And he called the United States of Israel. So people are starting to use my book title. <laughs>
4: hey, man. This is always, man. I appreciate you,
1: man. You enjoy uh, yourself. You. Have, Have a great a- birthday tomorrow, man.
2: Thank you very much. Good night. Hey, that's my hound dog. That's my hound dog.
1: It sounds like a young lady. Oh, that's a- oh that is a dog. <laughs> Have a good night, man. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Dennis from (sighs) Yashiva. All right, good people. Um, That is all she wrote for this evening. And as always, it was a good one. I appreciate everybody who blessed me with a presence. And if you have not, make sure you click that bell notification and then hit that thumbs up button. Show your love for the channel. And as always, all the links and information, if you guys want to be a blessing, is down in the description. And uh, yeah, appreciate you. You guys have a good evening,
0: good morning, or wherever you're located at. And I'll catch you guys later. Shalom.